When disaster strikes, will you and your family be prepared? Let's talk about it. Good day, good day. This your boy, Betty, at your man, Markel Primes. And this is WUWITB Uncut, the podcast. Okay, family, welcome back. Welcome back. Today's topic kind of hits real close to home. So today's show topic is about when disaster strikes. Now, I know we don't like to talk about tragedy and the misfortunes that may arise in our lives, but it's a reality of life. Things happen. Some things happen that are completely out of our control. Some things happen that we can kind of foresee happening, or we actually get somewhat of a heads up to what may be about to occur. I want to touch on both type of situations, the expected and the unexpected situations. Now, as I stated, this topic hits close to home because recently there was a death in my family. Actually, my lady, her uncle recently passed. And now it's time for the funeral. Now, today is Monday, February the 18th, 2019. And the funeral is supposed to be this coming Thursday. It's about four days away. Now, I want to talk to you guys about the preparation that we all need to have in place And specifically for these type of situations of a death in the family. I remember back in the day, it used to be so hard to get someone to purchase life insurance. Some people thought of it as uh, expense that they did not need. Some people thought of it as something that was necessary, something that you couldn't live without. Isn't that ironic? The thought that something that you would have to use once when you're gone would be something that you don't have the ability to live without. But in this case here, my lady's uncle did have life insurance. But an unexpected situation arose. Now, in his case, he had cancer, which unfortunately it is a common condition, a common disease faced by millions of individuals and there's different types. But not needing to go into the specific type that he had. Just know that with this condition, millions of people live with it. And hundreds of thousands die from this same condition. And when it comes to having life insurance, usually there's not an issue being covered and having your funeral expenses being paid for. But in this situation here, 
We actually just got a call earlier today. And the call was unexpected. The call advised us that the insurance carrier was investigating the policy. They were actually disputing giving coverage and paying for the funeral. Now, the grounds for this dispute is that her uncle knew of his condition prior to getting the insurance. So now this kind of brings upon the issue or the question about health care and pre-existing conditions. Now, I wasn't aware that when it comes to life insurance, that they may go by similar guidelines. So if you happen to know that you're sick from a certain condition today and the next day you decide to get a life insurance policy, there's a strong possibility that, let's say, if you do pass within a year or two years after that policy, you may not be covered. And the insurance carrier actually has a right to dispute that and leave your family holding the bag, so to speak, and taking care of your final expenses. When disaster strikes, it can hit hard. Not being prepared or conditioning yourselves to be prepared for unexpected situations is the thing that hurts the most. In this case here, after we received the phone call, the next thing that was brought up is the idea of coming up with the money and having a impromptu family meeting. That too was also unexpected. And one thing I talk about all the time when I'm talking to people that I mentor, when I'm talking to business partners or potential business partners, is the idea of not procrastinating. The idea of getting it done in the moment and getting started. Even if you don't know where you're going, just get it started so that you're on your journey, you're on your way, and you may just find that the trip or the destination is not that far away once you actually get started. What really hurts me is the idea that you try to share this information with family, but you don't want to always be in business mode, so to speak. Or being seen as always being in business mode. To me, how you do anything is how you do everything. I don't want my financial life to be in shambles, to get caught off guard. And I don't want my personal life to be in shambles or caught off guard. And least of all, I wouldn't want any of my family members or friends to go through the tragedy that can occur from being caught off guard. Now, back to what transpired today. So after we hear the news, the next 
the idea of a family meeting comes up. Unprepared as the family is, the realization of how dire and time sensitive the situation is comes up and no one's prepared to help. Not only is it that no one's prepared to help, but it doesn't seem as though there's going to be many attendants at this impromptu meeting. I want to ask you guys this question. And you might have been through this type of situation before in your life. And God forbid that you have to go through these type of unexpected situations. But what do you do? What would you do in this situation? How would you prepare your family? Would your family be able to come together in the midst of a tragedy within a tragedy? Let's talk about it on the other side. Put so much into this grind With all that work and that time I cannot stop till I shine And I just gotta make it out, baby I just gotta make it out, baby That's just what I'm thinking lately Probably cause these streets too crazy When up blazing, this track is amazing Like back in the days when we rapped and we made friends They told me be patient, they seem I've been waiting The grind from the pavement, who acts how your day went They know it's hard out here with the stuff that we facing The past is the past, I had to embrace it Them mistakes made me great and they look at their faces When bottles getting popped and popped after beating them cases Spending money on some trips, God took me them places Spending time with my son, that's another vacation Showing young boys you bigger than your situation You see your blessings, bruh, you don't need no invitation some people gon' be lying in your face Gotta pick your conversations cause they really in the way Don't wanna see you come up, they just want what's on your plate I can't waste no more time, can't pick another day You can look in my face and tell I Put so much into this grind with all that work and that time I cannot stop till I shine And I just gotta make it out, baby I just gotta make it out, baby That's just what I'm thinking lately Probably cause these streets too crazy And I just gotta make it out, baby Make it Mama, that I'm sorry, I'm gon' have to change it. I told my lady that I love her, we gon' have some babies. I told my partner, break the cycle, you gon' have to shake it. I know some people that I love and they try to play me. Time's hard, but it's harder when you out formation. Can't turn your back on your problems, you gon' have to face it. I'm trying to add it up so much, you need your calculation. New crib, new whips, this that motivation. We gon' make it, we gon' make it, we gon' make it out I know some people eating in, but I'ma take it out I know some niggas that won't laugh, I want a different route I wanna show them that I'm living what I'm rapping about Take a picture, can you tell me what that caption about? Might crack a smile, but please tell me what you laughing about They gon' put us in position just to cast us out Blood, sweat, tears, and hard work, who know what that's about? They know I Put so much into this grind with all that work and that time 
to disasters there are a couple of different kinds there's man-made disasters and there's nature made disasters and then you have foreseen disasters and unforeseen disasters what I usually like to focus on with individuals who are trying to get their lives on track or back on track with individuals that are looking to go from point A to point Z is the type of disasters that are foreseen and unforeseen now of course I did mention that there are nature made disasters but nature is nature it's something that's going to occur with or without you so when it comes to your own personal development you can only focus on the things that you can control so I hope you've had enough time to think about the question that I posed to you when disaster strikes Will you and your family be prepared? Now, I know we talked about or have been talking about this situation that's been uh, that kind of hit home with a death in the family. But there's going to be many occasions in your life that you're going to have to make some decisions Some of them are going to be hard decisions. Some of them are going to be easy decisions, but it's just decisions that we don't want to make or we don't choose to make to avoid certain types of disasters. I want to talk to you guys about the things that can be avoided, the disasters that can be avoided from a financial standpoint. Are you prepared for that curveball? That thing that comes up in everyone's lives at least once. A lot of times it's multiple times in the lifespan of an adult that you'll have to make a decision whether it's a medical expense or maybe it's Well, usually I hear a lot of people having car issues, for example. Will you be prepared for those? The one thing that kills me when it comes to disasters and talking to people after a disaster has occurred and they're trying to figure out a solution is that they always say that they do not have the money and if they knew that this was coming they still wouldn't have had the money to prepare for it in advance I want to make a statement here to everybody whether you agree with it or not it's all a matter of opinion and this is my personal opinion that I'm going to state to you guys As an adult, as a working adult, 
let's say anyone that's been working and taking care of themselves either solo or have a family that you have been taking care of for let's say five years or more I want you guys to think about in the beginning stages of your adulthood when you first started on this five year or so journey we're just going to say for five years right what bills and expenses did you have in the beginning and I want you to think about from an employer standpoint have you been with the same employer for the last five years have you changed jobs but in either event has your income increased or decreased or has it just stayed the same I want you guys to think about that because it really gets to the heart of dealing with disasters when you start to focus on these situations. What were your expenses over these five years? And I'm so tempted to just jump into it and say flat out that there's no such thing as a person struggling and not being able to pay their bills for five years. I've spoken to homeless people and their cases, their plights, I can kind of understand they say that they weren't able to pay their bills so in turn they ended up homeless they couldn't pay their rent they couldn't pay their mortgage so they had to get out of the place that they were staying they couldn't afford it anymore but if you're in a situation where it's been five years and you're still in your same home and you're still paying your same bills and you're making the case and once again I was tempted to say excuse which in a lot of cases it is an excuse but I'll just say you're making the case that you cannot afford these bills I counter with The fact that you've been affording these bills for the last five years. There's always been variations, even in my life, whether the bills stay consistent. Let's say, for example, a cell phone bill. My cell phone bill has been the same for at least the last year. I haven't added any new cell phones. And matter of fact, this coming November, if I let my payments continue on as normal, that'll be when I've paid off my cell phone. So over two years, I've paid an extra $30 a month to pay off my cell phone. But other than regular bills, like your cell phone, or even let's say your cable, which that's a topic for a whole nother podcast that fluctuates sometimes. I don't understand, but that's a topic for another time. But when it comes to standard bills and knowing that they're going to be the same this month as they're going to be next month and have been last month, You start to have to focus on the things that do vary, that go up and down. In most cases, it has to do with entertainment and food expenses. 
I have to say that from month to month, my expenses based on those criteria and those situations may vary by at least a hundred dollars. Now, when it comes to really caring and dealing with disasters and being prepared for when disaster strikes, a hundred dollar a month variable, in my opinion, is more than enough to help combat and offset those disastrous moments. I pose that to a lot of individuals and I say, well, how do you eat from month to month? And the answer is usually for most people that they don't cook. They usually go out to eat. They don't usually go out to eat in cheap places. They don't eat off the dollar menu most times. A lot of times they're eating at restaurants where it's at least $10 or more a plate and they do that a few times a week and when I address that with them it's usually followed by a laugh on their part that it's something normal that everybody does spend money, go out to eat as if it's just a regular expense. But then when I try to pull the situation back to offer a serious solution, which would be to refrain from eating out as often, maybe staying home more, cooking more going to the supermarket and limiting that expense in order to have the money that they do have readily available to help deal with disasters that's where situations get a little (laughs) conflicted that's where the conflict comes in No one wants to be the one that has to give up something. No one wants to be the one that has to sacrifice to give in order to have to protect against disaster. It's all about a mindset and a way of living. And whether you're willing to change that mindset in order to combat these situations. I don't think of myself as a frivolous spender. I don't go out shopping. Honestly, I have some of the same shirts that I wear and I love and that are some of my favorite shirts and I've had for years. It's funny when I think about it, when it comes to me and my spending habits, I'm one of the least likely person that you would find that would go and splurge on anything fancy. One of the best cases that come to my mind is the fact that I have a coat that's been in my closet for years and it's older than my daughter and my daughter is 12 years old imagine having something in your closet for that long and not throwing it away and even after all these years of having it I haven't worn it in years and that's because of a couple of reasons one being because I'm from New York 
And when I purchased it, I lived in New York at that time. And then when I moved to Virginia, due to the climate and doing, due to the fact that I wasn't taking public transportation like I was in New York, I needed a car. So that changed the way I dressed. I didn't wear a coat. I haven't worn a coat in years. But if the weather ever changed drastically, or if I ever moved to a different climate, I still have that coat, that coat in the closet. Some people buy coats every year. I don't need to. But I look at that and I think every time you buy a coat, that money that you spent on it, I'm putting away and saving in case that disaster strikes. So what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to sacrifice in order to protect yourself and your family from disaster? To better protect yourself and your family for when disaster does strike because it it strikes everybody. It's going to strike sooner or later. It's how you condition your mind to be able to best prepare yourself. Let's continue on the other side. Tribulations made me a boss. Sack came, now I'm playing lacrosse. Shooters with me like I'm paying them off. Long sticks, let's go play in the golf. Taz was hard, but they got it from soft. The killer be the one to smile in your face. I swear that money put a smile on her face. They never taught me, so I'm finding a way. I took that pressure, made a dime in a day. Me be getting to them blue faces. Louis V with no shoelaces. No clothes in them suitcases. Pull up on you in a new spaceship. I've been running up a check now. Pulling mama and baguettes now. If I want it, I can get it. I ain't tripping. I can even make a bet now. I told my homie make a right. He ain't make the right decision, so he left now. Heart breaks, couple let down. But I'm too blessed for the stress now. That money, that money, that money, that money. That money, that money, that money, that money. That paper, that cheddar, it turned to that fed. The root of all evil. Hope that you're ready. You see me running up a check. I know they coming for my neck. She right here, cause I'm next. This money, power, and respect. Let's go. That money, that money, that money, that money. That money, that money, that money, that money. That paper, that cheddar, and turn to that fed. The root of all evil. Hope that you're ready. You see me running up a check. I thank the Lord that I'm blessed. She right here, cause I'm next. This money, power, and respect. Okay, family, so I decided to continue this podcast a couple of days after the funeral. So the funeral has already occurred. And the family meeting that was supposed to happen did, in fact, happen. And to my surprise... It was a better turnout than we all expected. Or should I say me and my lady, what we personally expected because the meeting was actually at our home. 
we were voluntold, so to speak, that it was going to be here by her mom. So, to my surprise, the majority of the money that was needed to cover the expenses was agreed to by the members that attended and a couple of additional phone calls were made to make sure that the rest was covered. So that's great news. That was great news. So not to get too detailed in all the nuances of what happened The funeral went off without a hitch. The expenses were covered. Everything was taken care of. But I will add this. That after all the work and the effort put forth by my lady's mother, who is the sister of the deceased she was able to come up with the money but since it was only a matter of days needed and this was such a surprise in a last minute effort the gathering of all the funds and the transferring of all the funds to its needed destination was not able to to be made in a timely fashion. And it's brought upon another surprising situation. We also found out during the midst of this that the phone call that we received about the uh, issue with the insurance that their family members had had previous knowledge of this. So we could have had this taken care of a lot sooner if someone was more willing to come forward and share the information with the rest of the family. This is another issue that comes up in midst of disaster striking and as people waiting to the last minute to make everyone aware procrastination once again I recently made some videos talking about procrastination and how it's the biggest threat to the entrepreneur but a lot of the times it's the biggest threat to any situation family circumstances dealing with tragedies helping to avoid further instances of tragedy but we found out that this was knowledgeable or known prior to our finding out and we could have known about this up to a week ahead of time but with that being said what actually happened that caught us by surprise was that the funds they were gathered but they weren't able to be transferred over in the time needed so the family members that had first knowledge they responded by saying that they had it covered that they had another way out of the situation so the funeral went off without a hitch All the expenses were covered. Family and friends gathered 
to say their farewells. And once when it was all said and done, the local family here started to think about the idea of avoiding future tragedies. And it only lasted for a split second. The idea of a family fund came up where everybody would pitch in just in case situations like this would arise. Unfortunately, death is inevitable. The one thing about life is that you won't get out of it alive. But even in the midst of everything that happened, uncertain about where money was going to come from, being in a time-sensitive situation as we were, the conversation about the emergency fund ended as soon as it got started. Now, me, being of the mindset that I'm in, that I've grown to develop from my own personal development, I had my own opinions, but also me being a non-blood member of the family, I often find myself not willing to really interject in matters of family matters such as that, because I have no control over anyone's finances but my own in my own home. And I do not want to interject myself in the pockets of anybody else. I had my thoughts on the subject, but I said to myself that this is their time to come up with solutions that will help their family. What I've learned from business and what I've learned from life is that it's rare that you can get a person to do what it is that you want them to do. It is more common to get a person to do what they believe was their own idea. It's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. But if that horse is thirsty and they have the intention of reaching the water and actually drinking, then they will do so. So that just left me with the knowledge and the experience that we all had to go through. That left me with the ambition and the motivation to actually get my own things in order and to make sure that if tragedy was to strike my family, that I would be better prepared, that I would know what to do, that I would be able to avoid as much as possible the pitfalls of tragedy. This situation has taught me to be less of a procrastinator. To prepare for those events in advance. But not only to just prepare for those events in advance but the one key thing also is to be able to communicate these issues to other family members more readily instead of holding on to the tragedy alone 
and suffering it out by yourself. Let it be known what's going on in that moment. These are the things that in my personal family growing up, we did not discuss. We did not talk about having things in place to make sure that we were all taken care of. When I think about it, there's only a couple of members of my immediate family that I can say has similar mindsets as I do, who think about the present, but also considers the future. There aren't too many individuals that I know, period, that has the mindset that I have of wanting to go through personal development and growing from the inside out. I've learned that in order to become successful, it all starts from within. And success, success is something that comes in many forms and shapes. It's not just from a financial gain or a status gain. Success is also determined by the avoidance of failure, the avoidance of disaster, the avoidance of the pitfalls of life altogether as much as we possibly can because there's there's no way that you can avoid tragedy 100%. It's going to happen. And there's always something that we can't avoid. Things that no amount of money can make up for. Sometimes it's just the knowledge and sharing of what's going on that's going to be the determining factor that's going to really help I appreciate this experience that I've been wouldn't want to say forced to be a part of I can't say blessed to be a part of because it did come at the expense of a loved one but we all have to take tragedy and turn it into triumph some way some shape some form and I believe that he would have wanted it that way we often think about the disaster that we face in times like this from a member of a family that has left us But imagine what they could possibly be feeling if they were able to see what was going on after they have ascended, what would be their view on the situation? What knowledge would they want to impart on us? How would they want us to handle it? I think about what I would want when is my time do I want to be buried I think traditionally the majority of my family members who have passed they've all been buried I can't remember a time where I've saw where I've seen a urn on a mantle or anybody's ashes being kept. So I believe it's pretty standard that we have all wanted to be placed in the earth. But if a situation would arise that's similar to this case where 
is an issue of finances. I would want my family and friends to know that I don't want them to go through the added stress. I don't want it to become a tragedy on top of a tragedy. If it's cheaper to burn and put me in that urn and keep me on that mantle, I would want it to be that way for the sake of my family and friends. I would want it to be as easy of a transition for myself as it would be for them or the other way around. I would want it to be as easy of a transition for them first and foremost. And hopefully I would transition to a place of peace and whatever else happened after that, you know, happens. That's a topic for another podcast and maybe we'll talk about that what happens after nobody knows but what we do know is what happens while we're here so once again I want to ask you guys this question when disaster strikes will you and your family be prepared I know in this situation here, we talked about a death in the family, which is one of those most extreme situations. But disaster doesn't always have to come in that form. And we may not want to term it as disaster. Maybe that's an extreme term, but I want you to hold that word in your mind as disaster because it. It presents a sense of urgency. I want you to think about that when you're raising your kids. Let's say you have children now who are just babies. And you know one day they'll have to step out on their own. If you're a family that was raised to send your kids off to college, that everybody in the family has to have a degree. Or if that's not a tradition in your family and you're more so the type that wants to break that cycle and have your children be one of the first in the family to go to college. You want it to be a situation where you're prepared. So I hope this message resonates with you all. Until next time. Thanks again for tuning in to WUWITB, the podcast.